Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 59. Today, we will be discussing Fear the Walking Dead, season 5, episode 9, entitled Channel 4, with the theme of selfless. We will also discuss the movie Searching and Snowfall. Before we dive in, how are you, Diana? I'm great, Brooke. Good. I'm awesome. You tell me about you. Like, what's been going on? You're like glowing. I am. Yeah. It's because I got some sun. Yeah. We went to Tahoe. It was so beautiful. I haven't been to, I probably have been to Tahoe in the summer, but it's been a long time. But, yeah. You know, raising my kids and everything, we would go often in the winter, but I loved it in the summer. It was oh. the first time that I've actually, like, you know, stayed for a couple days in the summer. Nice. Um, and it was just so nice. The water was so clear. You know, we had cocktails. We had good food. You awesome. Know. So it was just really nice. I saw some pictures. Yeah. That looked so relaxing. It was. Was Did you get in the water? Just, oh, I think your toes were in the water. Yeah, <laughs> just up to my knees, yeah. unfortunately. Was it pretty yeah. cold? Not, I mean, I could have gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, so, it was uh, pe- tons of people were in the water. Really? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah, it was really nice. It was a. It was perfect weather. It was around eighty. Maybe. I was gonna ask. Yeah. Okay. So when we went to Pinecrest in June, mm-hmm. uh, the water was so icy cold. It was unbearable. Wow. And it was actually. It felt like it was like um, you know maybe I had bruises on my body and I was like doing some kind of therapeutic. <laughs> ice bath thing to heal yeah. myself because yeah. that's how painful it was it was terrible yeah. so that's really cool to hear that tahoe's lake was not as excruciatingly painful no it's not you know it's funny we went on that um dixie cruise oh. that you go to around emerald bay yeah and i believe the guy said that the water does work like even though it's so deep and so vast mm-hmm. that the water can heat up like it's not I mean, sure, it's pretty cold, but that you can get in it, right? It's yeah. not because I you would think, oh my God, water's so deep and so huge wouldn't warm up, but yeah. he said it does. Okay, so yeah, people were just swimming around in it, and cool. I just went into it a little bit, waded yeah. in it, and it was really nice. Oh, that's so. good. I'm so happy for you. I on also on Wednesday, yeah. I met with my kindergarten buddies and wow. some of them are from high school, but you know, we reconnected six, seven years ago and we get together once a year and it's just, it's awesome that you can get together with people that had the same background as you Yeah, that grew up either in your neighborhood or in the same street or right. went to the same you know, elementary school, high school, and that you can still connect with them. Oh my gosh, you know? that's so awesome. So Okay, so these people these friends from that's such a really long time. Yes. Yes, because oh I'm gosh. very old. <laughs> well, to have those yeah, friends from kindergarten that's really special. <laughs> and my husband has similar yeah. um uh, social experiences you yeah. he's got friends from me and I don't have that. My long one of my longest friends, um it, she I, she was my preschool teacher. She was one. And then I have a friend from seventh grade. And that's like the longest friendships that I've had because we've moved and then we didn't have Facebook back then. But now that we're talking about uh, friendship and uh, long term, I'm I'm curious, like, okay, what if uh, there was a reality show opportunity to do a documentary, documentary, (laughs) a documentary (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on your life and maybe with these people or or without on a different topic would you do a reality show based on your 
like, you know, and share your life experiences with the world? Well, with the way you just presented it, mm-hmm. that sounds intriguing and mm-hmm. fun. But, you know, with all the reality shows that I watch and I was thinking, oh, gosh, would I ever be on like a real Housewives of Silicon Valley or whatever? They need to do that, by the way. Yeah. Andy Cohen, if you're listening. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Pick us, pick us. Yeah, I want to know who's the uh, Silicon Valley Housewives. I know, but (laughs) some of that, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know that I'd ever open myself up to that. But if it's documentary style... I could see that. I, I yeah. that seems fun and interesting. I like it. I think. What yeah. about you? What I do? I've always asked myself that question because I grew up watching re- reality shows, starting with The Real World. Yeah, and this was Real World um, Los Angeles, and then they did San Francisco. So um, I'm like, oh wow, this looks. Or and then they, I think they did another one, uh, or maybe that's oh Road Road Rules. Oh yes, I, I yes. Called. I didn't watch it, but yes, yeah. I so heard it, um, but. this has been for for a long time now that I've uh, you know been Thought following. About. Yeah, yeah, and like even cops. That's like a reality show, like yeah. like one of the first reality shows ever. But would I do it? Uh, gosh, I just feel like it. I like documentaries. I would love right. to be that's um, like maybe on a show too. with. Yeah. Uh, um, Lewis Gates Jr. or something, you know, like uh, Finding Your Roots. I would love to be on yes. that show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, with the drama yeah, and exactly. the relationships. Like, no. and uh, I don't know if I could do yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I hate to say never, but I just don't see that because then you have to open your a lot of your family's life to that. And it's like, uh, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just share that if I want to. Exactly. I don't know if I'd want to share it with, uh, millions of people. People's lives are so interesting though. Yeah. That's, that's, um, yeah. I think like such a big focal. I mean, there's YouTube. And- well, we're sharing now, aren't we? Yeah. We share ourselves. We do. You know, yeah. on, in this podcast. So yeah. we are, are putting it out there. Right. So, but this is, what we want to give out. So that right. would be sort of like a documentary rather yeah. than let's just, Brooke, let's just fight because I know we want to. Every few months, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's time to film. Okay. Yeah. Got to get with this girl that I don't like. Yeah. Um, before we ask our listeners what uh, would they do, I want to recommend um, one of the first documentaries or reality shows that I've ever seen. It was a movie. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's based on the mother and daughter of Grey Gardens. Uh-uh. No. Um, Drew Barrymore and um, I can't, my mind is drawing a blank. Um, I'm so sorry, but she did a, a movie based on the documentary of this mother and daughter. Uh-huh. So if you just look up Grey Gardens, you will be intrigued. Okay. It is so interesting. So they were based in the Hamptons, they're socialites, and they 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 were wealthy at one time and then... They kind of slowly lost everything. Oh my gosh. And so yeah. then the mother and daughter became codependent and also um, extreme hoarders. And they did have family ties to Jackie um, Kennedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's kind of an interesting story. And I saw the movie before I saw the documentary because I didn't realize that it was a there was it was based on a real um, family. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the documentary, it just it was I was glued to the TV. So it's, um, if you just look that up, it would be something interesting for you to watch. But listeners, let us know what you think. 
Would you do a documentary, a reality show? Would you? Hmm, would you expose yourself to the whole world? Yes. We want to know. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You can also subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. So, Brooke, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? Oh, gosh. This episode was really interesting. I, th- I like this episode very much. The camera filters and the documentary style atmosphere was really intriguing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And did you notice that there were like two different camera filters? So one person was recording on one camera and then there was another camera that Al was recording. I saw the difference because there was like a, it just seemed like a different filter. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate the creativity and the perspective and overall, I think the group seems closer than ever before. Yeah, I agree. Which is so, so impactful to mm-hmm. me. And, you know, it seems like they're really concerned for each other and they have an emotional bond and attachment. And I just love this group. I love it. It's like something about this group became spiritual and, I don't know, just giving. And, yeah, you know, there's something about it that's very special. Yes. That I, I feel like we haven't seen mm-hmm. in this universe. What did you think? Well, I thought that the whole landmine thing was crazy. Mm-hmm. That I, That's I love cool, that right? they added the documentary style, and then all of a sudden, all these landmines that they had to deal with. So mm-hmm. I just thought that that was so intense. I know. So, um, and you know, with the whole documentary style. We were able to see everyone's perspective and their new jobs, which was good to get a feel of where everyone is at. Right. You know, what they're feeling, what they're doing at this current time. And I, too, love that the group's goal is to save people. And this episode concentrated on them trying to help a woman by the name of Tess and her son who hadn't been out of their house for two years. Oh, it's been two years? Yes. Jeez. Oh, so now we know where they're at in the time. Well, no, she hadn't been out for two years. Oh, I thought she hadn't been out since the virus I'm not outbreak. sure. Okay. I'm not sure about that. So no, she said I think it had been longer than that. But, uh, but for her being in this house, it was two years. Wow. And I don't know that I could, I don't know if I could do that, if I could stay in just my house for two years and never come out. Well, maybe if you had some, you know, gone through trauma and, um, cause there's, there's an actual condition for people who right. don't leave their homes. Yes. And so maybe she was traumatized and then she just felt like she was stuck, Yeah, you know, and it's kind of like how I saw, um, and we'll get into that later, Alicia, when she had an opportunity, mm-hmm. um, to kill and she, it's like she froze. So I'm I'm wondering if something had happened to this woman other than the obvious, like there's monsters outside. Yeah. I feel like it was her husband because she said, I think toward the end, she was saying that her husband didn't think people were bad. He just thought that they should stay put. So I think she was just doing what her husband thought was Oh my best. gosh. This is the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I already know how I would answer that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got to tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, my 
my gosh, I know. I'm like, okay, I don't know if I can <laughs> stare. And then he does landmines all over the place. You're trapped, right? So I'm going to get out. I'm all, first so, of all, how did you get out? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, well, I, he knew where he put them all, I he guess. Did? So he did? Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, he had to have known or put it here, Jeez, here, and here. He's all so skipping he and hopping like one, yes, two, exactly. three. <laughs> wow. So. Okay. Well, that's really um, <laughs> amazing, you know, that Morgan was able to pull her out. I, I mean, know. And look at where they're all at, you know, where um, they can just walk in, uh, say that they need help, and then yes. Morgan's like, okay, where are you still yeah. after Logan yes. and the whole freaking airplane yeah. thing? Like, And they're still like... They just go for it, you yeah. know? They just are willing to trust a person in need, and they went to her. I thought the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. when we heard on the mid-season finale, when we heard her voice, I thought to myself, I don't know if I trust her. I don't know if I like the way she sounds. Mm. And I was, like, apprehensive for them. But oh, they gosh. just went ahead and did it. And yeah. I good totally thing forgot. for her. Yeah. But, um, I forgot that was her voice. Yeah. I forgot all about that voice. So I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> That's cool though, you know? Yeah. And then, um, oh gosh, just how, um, you know, later in the episode they found her husband because that's what she was doing was waiting for her husband, mm-hmm. Ben, yep. to come back with the inhaler for their son. And, and I'm still thinking like you, like, I don't know if I trust her because, Morgan was like, oh, uh, how is your son? And she's like, he's he's not good. Oh, wait, he's fine. Or, you know, so uh-huh. I'm like, was well, he good or is he not good? Or is he fine or is he? So I just thought, I was like, oh, maybe this is a trap. And then there's mines. And so I thought it was really um, interesting how much they trusted Tess and yeah. her family. And so I thought, you know, um, as far as Morgan goes, you know, he's doing a really good job um, as a leader, I he think. He is. I mm-hmm. mean, it could have gone both ways, 50-50 chance, right? But he's willing to, and it seems like everybody as a group, they're willing to um, take that chance at saving a life. They are. You know? Yes. And so I think that's really good leadership skills for him and how far he's come. And I always say that. Look how far Morgan's come. I know. But seriously, like, yeah. look at it. And, you know, the tone that Morgan brings to this show is so different from the other show that, well, I mean, I guess he was developing his character and evolving from uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there is there's a huge difference. I think maybe it's also that he's able to express himself and take that leadership control that he was trying to um, express with Rick. Yeah. And I always think of when he just got to Alexandria and how he, uh, Morgan and Rick were on t- two different pages. Yeah, right. Right. Morgan they was were. like, let's try to keep the peace yeah. and work it out. And then Rick's like, we got to kill them all, you know? <laughs> and so look, look at the influence that he's able to create yeah. the, a huge community on helping others and he's right. growing a community he is. on helping others. So I think that's truly um, fascinating. And you know, the sense of safety and overcoming differences in the way that feel to me, it feels less scary. This, this series seems less scary because they're yeah. just, I don't know. They're just like a different vibe yeah. going on. They are right now. They are with this group, I mm-hmm. think, 
That's true. Yeah. Um, I thought that this was a, like, like you said, it was mm-hmm. a pivotal episode for Morgan. He has so much to face. Yeah. And it was important to him to save Tess because his story was very similar because he wasn't facing his own grief over his son and his daughter. I mean, his son and his daughter. (laughs) His son and his wife. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And he didn't want her to go through what he had gone through. And so I'm so happy that he was able to help her. Right. I also thought it was so cool that Morgan still credits Rick with helping him. Right. He says uh, when, you know, Al was interviewing him, he says he was running and Al asks him from who? And Morgan says from people, but that somebody helped him. And that's what it's all about. And I love this journey that Morgan has been on. And I love that he has this connection with Alicia too. Yeah. And so with Alicia, she seems to be so much more helpful and not in her killer state that she was in previously. Right. And she talks about being in a group with Strand and Luciana and that they are the sprinters and they go out and map the roads that are still clear. And And it's interesting because Alicia had to step back and assess herself. Mm-hmm. And I think she has gone through a huge transformation and maybe it has to do with her almost dying. Yeah. You know, with being exposed to the radiation. I think it really gave her pause. Mm-hmm. And also she notices the writing on the trees and finds it intriguing and wants to know who's writing these messages. Of course, I want to know who's writing these messages too. I know. And then she talks about how her mother used to always look for good every time she went out into the world. And so Alicia wants to adopt that into her life, which... I think that's the perfect way to live, right? Always yeah. looking for something hopeful or something good. Um, and then also, I love seeing her and Morgan train with their staves. And then he asks her if she wants to train with him the next day. And she says she's working on something on her own. And I see so much growth in Alicia. And I just feel like she's on an upward swing. And I hope to God they don't kill her because I will be totally devastated if they do. Well, they haven't had a tragedy. I know. I know. In a long time. So I'm hoping the same too. I mean, we've, well, it was kind of like Glenn, you know, like where he had like nine lives. Uh, Yeah. We're like, oh gosh, he survived. And then it happened again. We're like, oh, he's still, oh. So I just wonder... Now that you keep kind of bringing that up. Well, I'm worried about it because, you know, we are watching, you know, the Walking Dead universe, but also this show has shown rock climbing and airplanes and um, landmines and radiation. So I think that has taken the place of losing losing someone. Yes, because they're showing it in a different way. So maybe that's the compensating factor Mm -hmm. because all of them are trying to build a community and have hope and um so i'm hoping that's all it is but you know i keep thinking one of these days somebody's gonna die (laughs) because you never know (laughs) um i found that it was so interesting to see her in that state of mind and i Mm -hmm. felt like i feel that sensitivity that she has kind of like running through her yeah her new aura and um 
you know, Dominic and I are, we're watching Fear of the Walking Dead from the beginning. So I think now we're on season two or three. Oh, we're on season three. We just started three. So yeah, I'm looking at Alicia and I'm looking at Madison and Uh then Travis, you know, um, and it's so interesting to see uh, where Alicia was um, in season two. She actually killed her first human. Oh, okay. And she told her mom, I don't know. I didn't even think I just did it. Uh huh. Like the little killer instinct in her to serve and to protect, um, you know, and how far would you go? She took it there. Yeah. Um, to protect. And so that's just been who she has been for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but it's really nice to see her healing and getting through that without, you know, kind of going into a, a shell like Morgan did. Yeah. And I think with his help, he's keeping her from going there. Mm-hmm. So that's really, um, really uh, nostalgic for her. And the staff um, yeah. exercise that she had with Morgan reminded me so much of the Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. It did. I was like, oh my gosh, that looks so um, like her sensei. Yes. You know? It does. And he's helping her yeah. keep the peace. So I loved that. Yeah. And then we saw Grace and June. And so they are a part of the caravan team. Mm-hmm. And they are setting up the outposts and helping... Uh, the sick people and the wounded, and they sh- they're shown helping with food and making sure that people are comfortable. So I really like that nurturing um, state of mind in that part of the show uh, where we have people, uh, we haven't forgotten that part either. Right. You yeah. know, I mean, not everybody who comes into a, the group is going to be um perfectly standing. I mean, sure they'll be hungry and right. they might have an injury. And so June with her nursing skills, mm-hmm. it's really cool to see. And then Grace being a scientist. Um, uh, I'm really liking that they're teaming up. And in the meantime, June is still hopeful that they will find a permanent home because they're kind of just living out there in the open. Right. And there's no like real shelter. Um, so winter probably be coming. I, yeah, we're going to have to find a place to settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and June and John, they're still not married, but it seems like they already are. And that ring is really holding up so well. It actually <laughs> looked like a gold ring, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and they have such a great relationship, and I hope that we do end up with a wedding on our show. I know. That would be so awesome. That would be. Yeah. And I loved it when June says um, to her that they are already married and that John says, she has my heart forever. Oh, so cute. I know. They're so yeah. cute. Yeah. I so love sweet. them. Me too. And so John and Morgan. Yeah. So... What a friendship. I Even though John is freshly engaged, as we just talked about, mm-hmm. um, he puts himself at risk to, you know, be there for his pal Morgan. Um, so when Morgan steps on that landmine, Morgan warns everyone to step back, but John doesn't. You know, he does the exact opposite and runs toward him mm-hmm. to help him in any way he can. And I think he said something like, oh, you're going to need some company during this time. And and Morgan kind of gives him a look. And I just thought, oh, my God, they're really good friends. And they're just so, you know, selfless. You know, they're always willing to help 
all of them, they're always willing yeah. to help each other or put themselves at risk. Right. And um, John gives Morgan a knife and says, this can be more precise, trying to dig, oh, you know, around that landmine yes. he stepped on. And he stays there. And Al's there too, who's also extremely brave. Right. And she talks Morgan through getting the pin back in the landmine. And while she's still filming. I know. Meanwhile, still I filming. Know. And I even think. Well, I think Luciana is too, isn't she? Yeah. I, think, I don't know. She Everybody's, had a camera. Yeah. It seemed like everybody had a camera. Yeah. Um, but Morgan secures the pin and steps off it. And John tells him, look at out of the area now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we all run out of there. But John's funny. He yeah. cracks me up. I, I, I thought that uh, that scene was really strategic, you know, and I um, I just loved the, the mine uh, story brought into there. I mean, like you said, they're bringing in all these different um, uh, ideas and the radioactive yeah. and now the mines. We haven't seen yeah. mines, but no. not like that, if anything. I wouldn't have even thought about it, right? Seriously. Well, I thought, why did, I mean, it's interesting that that Ben guy even did that because, yeah, it would deter them initially, but after they've blown, then what happens, right? You're going to get more to come, which is what happened. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Um, and so when Morgan um, steps off the mine and then they're talking and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, the mine just blows up like a delay. I know. I know. Got, and they just got look John back Donald, at it like, get out of here. Yeah, oh I know. God. It's like that could have been any of you. Yeah. It even could have been that woman if she were there. I know. Tess. When she was stepping out to give Morgan, because she ends up helping Morgan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Even though Al and John are, you know, supporting him and Al's telling him exactly what to do. And that she's there's a, she says there's a 50-50 chance this will work. And then he's like, ah, 50-50. But it's like same risk as he's taking just being there. Yeah. Altogether and so, responding. And Tess took a risked her life. Yeah. Really? She has a son. Yeah. She came out and when she started walking, I'm like, oh my God, oh yeah. my God. And she hands him Yeah. What the what ben, oh. her husband used to The pin. Yeah, the pin. And then he hands her the uh inhaler. Uh, inhaler. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Reminds yeah. me of, uh, I follow our Department of Public Safety on social media. And I oh, just, yeah? It just reminds, like, <laughs> I feel like that's who they are now. They're just, like, uh, serving the community, yeah. this group, you uh-huh. know? So after all of that, um, toward the end of this the show, uh, you know, we, we understand what happened with Logan because Sarah was talking about Logan yeah. and how they just she's hilarious too. I know. I was a I was a little bit afraid though cuz I was like, "Oh my god, she's so self-assured is something going to backfire, you know?" She is hilarious though. That is true. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, don't get too right. cocky." And yeah, and then to just tr- trust that you know, he's he's gone and they've dissed him because they he dissed them and yes. and then there won't be any repercussions like yes. bye yeah they just left him I'm like man they won't even like convert him or like yeah. imprison him or I don't <laughs> even know like this guy is bad news so um, Logan appears at the end of the show mm-hmm. um, and he confronts 
this guy. Yeah. Uh, this guy is at the gas station and he's watching the documentary yeah. that Al produced. And then he, as he leaves the gas station, Logan and the gang pull up in the vehicle. And I didn't know who that was at first. I thought, oh, that these are this guy's friends. Well, it was Logan and his crew, which, you know, Logan said that he was done with those people. Right. So I was he surprised did. to see that. Yeah. Um, so then Logan shows up and he shows that guy these old shoes that have no <laughs> soles on the bottom and they're, they're like ripped and terrible looking. Yeah. And he's like, this is what happens when you, you know, go for a long walk or however he put it. So yeah. I guess that that's what he was wearing when Sarah and Morgan's group right. abandoned him. Yes. Dang. Yeah. He walked the soles <laughs> off those shoes. That's crazy. Yeah. So obviously Logan is pissed and he assumes that this guy at the gas station is part of Morgan's group. Right. And um, so then Logan robs this guy of all his belongings. Yeah. And the group shoot up his motorcycle, I which know. was a super cute vintage looking motorcycle I with know. the little cargo and this guy was looking like, yeah, I finally have some supplies. I'm, uh-huh. you know, take what you need, leave what you don't. Yeah. Um, and then Logan is like, you know, he gives him this walkie-talkie and he tells this guy at the gas station um, to uh, let Morgan and the group know that they're making enemies. Mm-hmm. And Logan and his group has more bullets than they know what to do with. So that's a threat to this person and yeah. Morgan. So yeah. Morgan now, or um, this guy at the gas station now has to contact Morgan through the walkie talkie and let them know yeah. what they did. Logan's back. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like Logan in this group at all. I'm like, no, no I don't like you. You're not yeah. even slightly endearing. You're I just, know. you just bugged me. So you, yeah. you guys can just all go bye-bye. I don't care about you. Yeah. Who's this actor Logan plays? Or do you know who Logan is? I, the actor is? Because I've seen him before. Yeah, I I don't know him. I've And I just recently... I mean, I've read his name over and over again, but I have not retained his name. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure... I mean, he's a good actor, but... I feel I just like he was in like, like 80s and 90s movies and stuff. Yeah. He's been around. Yeah. I don't know him well, though, so... Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about Al because... I feel that she has been so inspirational to mm-hmm. all this group. I agree. And, you know, they were also amazed that they could fly on a plane. And if it wasn't for Al and her mechanical and her, you know, flight skills, it would have never happened. And so I feel like that sparked their movement toward recording their efforts in the apocalypse. Uh, I mean, they need to be able to show people what they have done and what kind of people that they are. And for Al, she wants to be sure that these stories aren't just interviews on tape. So I think Al has inspired all of them to be filmmakers, which I think is so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. She's, and she's stayed true to who she is and always will be, you know, with how important it is to remember this time, you know, I mean, she's got so many tapes and making this story. 
I think reality. she has all of that, but then I keep I still keep thinking of all the things that she's able to do. They all need to, they all rely on her. Like if she couldn't bring these skills to all of them, I mean even the landmine, oh. even the airplane. I mean all of this. If she wasn't there, she's instrumental in helping yeah. them. So that's crazy. Why I know. Like, why it's she's crazy. so good at that? I know. They're all, like, she's yeah. going to be the one-stop shop. Yeah, exactly. What's that like um, uh, utility knife yes. thingy yes. that Boy Scouts exactly. have? Exactly. That's out. Yeah. She's the corkscrew. Right. She's the fork. Yes. She's the little That's knife. so good. The key. Like, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Everything. You're right. <laughs> okay. So what other things did you notice, Brooke, in this episode? Oh, oh, that gas tanker. Am I saying this right? This tank, this huge semi-truck full of gasoline that they're driving around. It's like gold. Yeah. It is worth so much. And Sarah says that the gas is going bad, which I think eventually they will need to figure out a new way of transportation if that's the case. Yeah. So, um, for now, it is... Uh, it's it's a hot commodity to yeah. have gas and mm-hmm. um it's so demanding and you know it's possible that they could die um over this having gas you know what if they get I robbed know. of their right. gas yeah um it's like mad max oh yeah <laughs> mother's <Yeah>. milk <laughs> Did you watch the recent Mad Max? Yeah, but I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh, yes, I, I'll I only yeah. remember yeah. the mother's milk and all the m- women pumping breast milk and then this creepy guy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just we'll be reviewing Mel Mad Gibson. Max. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anywho. It was yes, actually it pretty good. Like the latest Mad Max. The Charlize Theron. Yeah, it was good. It was, and it was crazy. Hardy. Who? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. Yeah. Now I have to rewatch it. They did it. not like each other, by the way. So, really? Yeah, they did not. So that was very interesting. I always want to go back and say, ooh, let me see if they don't have chemistry or if they do. Because sometimes people really do, you know. Maybe it was that. Like, maybe they should just get it over with and <laughs> I don't know. see how that, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Go for it. Why not? <laughs> then you'll really know the truth. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I like that the messages that are on the trees that Alicia's been seeing, I like that. Yeah. It, you know, that's being left there to encourage the human existence. And I think that's a, it's, it's a good reminder to have yeah. whoever's doing this, right. whoever's out there. I know. I want to know who it is. I know. I know. I, well, hey. Somebody else that's hopeful. I think we're going to find out. Yeah, I think we I are really too. Do. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it'd be awesome to see a whole new group, kind of how... Um, you know, we always end up with stumbling upon a new group. Right. I'd like to see how other people are doing it. Right. So, yeah. What el- what else have you noticed? We have a new character, Wes. Yes. Is this the guy in the gas station? Yes. Oh, his name is Wes. His name is Wes. Okay, cool. And just um, uh, something I read about this actor, this is his first acting credit. Wow. Because he just graduated from some... You know, probably wonderfully, you know, school. Ah, he wasn't just found in a coffee shop. <laughs> no, no. He has his degree in wow. performing arts, I'm sure. Cool. Um, but yeah, this is first acting credit. And I'm like, hey, I just liked him. You know, sometimes when you just, I don't know, you could just get a feel for people. I just really like 
immediately liked him. Me too. So I, too. I just I like um, that motorcycle that they gave him. Yeah, that's so sad to see that thing go. I know. So he was sad about Gosh. it too. But I love it because he's going to be a new, you know. Maybe he'll like fall in love here. with Alicia. Maybe. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen her yeah. in love since the first that's season. True. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And I want to know where <laughs> is Wendell? This is like, where is Waldo? Where is Wendell? Okay, why has he not be, been on the show? I read somewhere that he's off at, at the some gas tank with the kids. Because, yeah. you know, we didn't really see the kids, although I thought I saw one of them. But, anyways, why? Where is he? Where? Why? Maybe is he, he's like. He's busy doing something yeah, else. Maybe and, he's. But they didn't even mention him. Like, at least, because I'm like, I kept thinking I missed something. Yeah. I'm like, did I miss something? But I watched the show twice and I didn't hear either time. They didn't mention him? Not like where he was. Oh. The only time they mentioned him was when they said Sarah and Wendell listened to their trucker music. Convoy. Okay, by the way, I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I did not like that song back in the... Oh, 70s or whenever it oh. used to play. I'm like, oh. Is that Do You Know Your Way no, to no, San Jose? No, 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 no. There's there a was, song um, called, No, I know that song. No, but that I just watched yeah. the movie where they were they had I that saw song that too. playing. I what saw was that? Too. Was it on Euphoria? Or no? No. I saw it too. Whatever it is. Is it The Handmaid's we, Tale? Oh, no. Why would they play that on there? No. There was something I just recently Me watched. Me too. Me too. Do you know? Okay, we both just watched something that had this song on it, but neither of us right now can remember what it is. And unfortunately, we probably will never figure it out yes, because we, we watch so many yeah. damn shows. Yeah, but we do. Movies. We did watch both the same thing. I wonder what it was. That we'll we think about watched. that, and then we'll have to. But no, there's a song called "Convoy," the one that she was playing. Yeah. Do you, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, that song. That was cute. She loves that song, and you too. don't like yeah. that song. No. And neither does everybody else in the show. Does either. <laughs> and oh, I do want to mention um, that. Oh da- yeah, but no, Daniel oh. and um, Dwight. Oh yeah, the how, haircut. Yeah, he keeps wanting to cut Dwight's hair, which I think is so so funny. So funny. I was going to talk about the humor also that's being brought into the show, and I think Daniel can bring. That. Oh, he totally can. He just He's has so that good way at about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like the haircut jokes. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, a haircut's not going to do much for me. And then he like refers to his crazy scar on his face. He's like, uh, hello, what's a haircut going to (laughs) do? He's like, have you seen my face? (laughs) So, and then there's campfire fun. Yes. And it's like they're camping almost. It's like, and then I'm worried. I'm like, oh, is there a walker going to come? Is there a walker going to come? They're having, they're laughing and enjoying each other's company and joking. And I'm like, oh, please don't ruin this. But, and then they all had pad thai, which was so awesome. I know. When they were making the noodles, I'm like, oh, what are they making? Pho or something? Yeah. Pod Thai, like, how could you go wrong? And then Grace, it was Grace's recipe, which she said she's had on her refrigerator for like five years. Uh So she memorized her recipe and she knew exactly what she needed and she was able to recreate it. And it looked good. Now I want Pod Thai. I was like, darn (laughs) it. I wish I had some leftovers in the fridge. Okay, Brooke. So why do you love this show? 
Well, I like the show because it, there's so much creativity and they're able to push the envelope by introducing many new things to the show. Like we talked about the radioactive, the mines, the airplane, Al, she's just so resourceful. I just love that they're able to introduce those, that, some things that we haven't seen before, the survival techniques, you know, and just, I, I'm loving this show. Yeah. I totally am. Yeah. And, you know, the level of positivity and strength I, I also like the subtle humor. Yeah. And the innocence that's, you know, being portrayed. Um, what, why do you love the show? Well, okay. So I love that Rick. Okay, nothing can ever get by me without saying Rick, I think. Anyways, mm. I love that Rick gave something to Morgan. And Morgan is giving that to this group. And that this group is passing it along. Mm-hmm. And they're all paying it forward and they are being selfless and compassionate and hopeful. And I love that this show highlights those attributes and how well this group is bonding. And I also love that this show is always trying new things. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best thing. I think so yeah. too. I think so too. Good. So... We are at our segment of And the Award Goes To. So, yep. Brooke, what yep. was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Well, I don't necessarily have a favorite quote, but I think overall um, it's the positivity and the subtle humor. Mm-hmm. Because it's something that I felt that uh, this universe really needed Yes. And Hands not down. everybody is out to kill and get you like it's it's not that intense just yet. I think I right. like yeah. that there's survival and I really feel like I want to know how I would survive in an apocalypse and I and I don't want to always feel like I'm going to die because someone's going to betray me or take my stuff. So I right. just want to feel that yes there is hope. And mm-hmm. I like that this show um, still has is maintaining that. Yeah, it's something different. It's not, you know. So it's it's a nice balance, I think, for mm-hmm. the the universe. What would be your favorite character quote or moment, Diana? Well, I think I'm like you. There was mm-hmm. not. I mean, there, sure, there was great moments, but I to me, it's an overall feeling too. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first I wasn't sure I was going to like the documentary style, but I think it really worked. Each character could talk about what they were feeling or thinking, and it only took a few minutes to find out so much information. Yeah. So I think my favorite moment was when their documentary cut to each of them and they gave their hope for what they want for their time on this earth which is which it was so incredibly insightful and moving. Mhm. Plus I think it really served their purpose because their tape fell into Wes's hands. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I know his name now. Yeah. Instead of the guy at the gas yeah. station. That's <laughs> awesome. Wes. I found it accidentally. So I don't think oh. that they said it. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean we watch TV with closed captions all the time. So they might have put it out there. Yeah. I might have missed it, but yeah. I'm glad that I know his name now. So good good points, Diana. I was going to call you Gemma. 
<laughs> That's okay. You can call me Gemma. Because <laughs> I love you so much. You're part of my awesome, family. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, uh, Brooke, what are you currently watching? Okay, so um, I had been watching The Handmaid's Tale. I'm going to take a like a small break from it. I I'm, do want to say, don't tell me the, this one that just played on this last Wednesday. I haven't watched this current one. Nope, I'm not okay. on season three. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think. No, I'm. I just ended season two of The Handmaid's Tale. I'm gonna take like a, a little break from it just because I was watching it every day, uh, one to two shows a day. So I think it's been like maybe two weeks or something. That I started it, and so I've gotten through a lot of episodes, and I just want to take a little hiatus from it, just because at first I was super angry. I think yeah. when I saw you, um, and I did your hair a couple weeks ago, I told you I started watching it, and like the show, the first episodes, like the first three, made me just like angry at yeah. humankind and how they could, not even humankind, just like the democracy and the way that uh, our world uh, can, can potentially be controlled. I just yeah. saw the reality. Yeah. And I, and I just like, it just was upsetting. And so for the longest time, longest time, two weeks <laughs> of it, <laughs> I wasn't even sure sense. if I liked the show. Yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah. I don't even yeah. know. Like people are like, do you love it? And I'm like, no, because it was so disturbing to you. That's why it's not that you didn't really like the show. You just didn't, it was just making you feel so much because you were just so yeah, angry with how... So unfair. Yes. So unfair. It is. It, it, is. it totally and is. I, and that, that is the reason that I do like it because I'm like, oh my God. Ah, I'm know. such... I feel like... Okay, and I haven't seen season three, but I, I feel like an Emily... I, I mean, June, yes, I understand. but And um, Moira and... Um, you know, it's just, I feel like I would revolt. I would not be. Right. You not just like, be like going along with what everybody. Down. Yeah. Do you know my favorite part of the series? Uh, when Fred slapped off Red, AKA June. Uh huh. Um, and then she just, she went down and then she looked up and she just <laughs> slapped it right back. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that was like, I was like. You yeah. go, girl. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I would so want to do that uh-huh. too. You know, uh-huh. like, yeah. Nobody's gonna, you know. Yes. So yeah, um, I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale. I'm on. I'm gonna, you know, I'll get back to it whenever I feel like it. And um, I'm. I've been talking about it to people. Uh, I recommend that people read about it or watch a trailer, learn about it beforehand, because I don't know how strong people might feel about that type of influence. So I, I, I would, it is a recommendation, but I, you know, I recommend that you learn maybe about it, understand it, Mm -hmm. but I go into things blindsided. So I, I like that feeling of the unknown. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I just, uh, stumbled across a new show to me. It's on FX and it's called snowfall and there's two seasons. I don't know how old or when it was um, recorded. Um, I'm on season one, and it's basically um, Los Angeles in the 1980s, and it is um, like drugs. 80s. Yeah, 80s. First <laughs> of all, like so, yeah. you would love it because of the music. There is so much music, uh-huh. good music from the 80s. Um, but there's drugs. Um, there's streets, 
uh, like street smarts, streets, like what people are doing with the drugs on the streets from a oh, very lower yeah. level. Mm-hmm. And then there's people climbing the ladder. So then there's like that, um, it, what appears to be like a cartel level, uh, maybe like the local uh, drug lords in our community. Like maybe they own uh, like a business as a front. Yeah. Um, and they're running the streets with, you know, they, they have uh, employees uh, on yeah. the streets so okay. selling the drugs. And then there's also the, um, I think it might, it, I'm not sure if it's CIA or DA or DEA, um, but there's the law that uh, monitor and control and work with the drug t- um, oh, task. So, okay. um that's a really big interest to me is, uh, like how is our government and the drugs? Cause I watch shows. I don't know if this is truly what happens in, um, the law. Do they actually work with the drug lords to keep this going? Because like, I don't, so this is just what I've seen in movies right. and TV. But I think they get it from somewhere. So yeah. I don't think so, they just, yeah. I so they're monitored. So it's yeah. really, it's actually really good. It's on FX and I'm just really confused with TV because I thought FX was, um, a cable network, but not like a mature network for like, like rated R. Oh, so they okay. do show, yeah. Yeah. um, uh, some sexual content. Does, didn't, uh, Sons of Anarchy, wasn't that on FX? Yeah. So, you know. But, and they're also saying F bombs. And so I'm not sure oh. if FX, I don't know what happened yeah. to TV. I don't know. Where was I? I don't <laughs> yeah, even I don't. know why they're saying F yeah. words all the time. Yeah. But, um, so it's risky. It's good. Um, and I think uh, if you're into that, like if you liked Ozark or something like that yeah. on Netflix, uh-huh. then you would probably like okay. Snowfall on awesome. FX. Okay. Yeah. So and I'm watching it on Hulu. So it's on Hulu right oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had to subscribe to All right. Yeah. What What are you currently watching? Well, oh, it's TV. I'm yeah. watching So You Think You Can Dance. And so I am loving it. And I still want you. Are you have you watched it at all? You well, and Gemma? No? no, because the kids are always wanting to watch um, Stranger Things or Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, well, I get um, that. Yeah, so they're just, it's like, it's so hard for us to get on a network yeah. live TV. Yeah. But well, can't you just, just DVR it? Oh, wait, isn't it, it on Hulu? It, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't think so. Because okay. you want to watch the current, well, I don't That's know. That's true. Watch the last one, but watch you just stuff. DVR it. You it's play still it during going. the day. When, yeah. Okay. When, so Gemma can see it, but I, I really wanted her, you guys to see it when they were getting close to picking the people. I don't know. That was really good. Now, I mean, it's still really good. Now it's down to the top five girls and five guys and they're dancing with each other, but it would have been nice to have seen it just a little bit earlier. Okay. But anyways, I'm Maybe watching it. Maybe it's on it. demand. It's, yeah, it probably is. Okay. Um, it's, it's just, it's such a good show because it's very positive. It's about dance and emotion and how good people are and the coaches are good about giving feedback. Anyways, I just love the show. But um, as far as movies, um, I watched two movies. Um, well, I've watched probably more than that. But th- these two um, stuck out to me. And one is called Searching. It's mm-hmm. with John Cho and Deborah Messing. Oh, it's about a father a desperately looking for his missing 16-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And he finds that he barely knows anything about her. So he quickly looks to, you know, to her laptop to trace her digital footsteps and where it leads is very interesting. And I found this movie very creative and well done. And I would recommend it. Everything is done through a laptop. Like you see it from a lot. You don't, it's not like uh, someone uh, shooting scenes. You're seeing it through 
digital media. So you're only seeing the laptop or you're only, and then, or you're only seeing the, um, text messages or the messages or someone is, has a, you know, you have your cameras, you, you know, your security cameras, you're seeing it through a security camera. Or so seeing nothing, the movie through this. Yes. Through all those mediums. It's, it's very cool. I, I think you'd like it. Huh. And it's very, and it's, you know, it's a thriller. You're like, what happened to his daughter? You know, and, where's this, where do I find this? Uh, well, I had, I think you can find it. I rented it from Netflix because, you know, we, DVDs. Yeah, DVDs, yeah. Because we rent one every week to watch as our Saturday movie night. So we watched it that way. Okay. Although I'm thinking you could probably. Well, I still do Red that Fox. like you. I'm yeah. still a DVD person because yeah. I don't want to pay $3, $6 for one yeah. movie. I pay yeah. for the month instead. Yeah. So we do that. And I saw that. But then we also, the next week, we got. Um, a simple favor. Have you seen that one? No. Oh gosh. Um, this this is a book that was made into a movie, and um, it's a great movie. So Stephanie, a mommy vlogger, is played by Anna Kendrick, and her new best friend is Emily, played by Blake Lively. Oh, and she's yeah. a mysterious woman who dresses impeccably and um, hates her picture being taken. So you know something's up because, <laughs> I mean, she goes, you know, pretty ballistic if someone takes her picture. Oh, shit. Okay. So she goes missing and Stephanie is on the search for her, miss, you know, on the search for her missing friend. And I just think that both of these women are funny and have amazing performances. And I really actually appreciated them more as actresses after watching this. And so I recommend both movies. Okay. I, I know so. my girlfriend, she's been trying to get me to watch A Simple Favor for a while. So I'm going to have to yeah. do that. Maybe I'll do that yeah. this week. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait. And I want to see that searching. I, I think maybe Gabriel would like to watch that with me. Probably. Because he likes uh, film perspective, you yes. know, and how yes. um, like Birdman, how it was filmed all the way through, no cuts. Oh, yes. He yeah, was, so he, I think he'll like this. I really do. It's like using social media to watch. I, I just think that that was so creative. I'm like, how are they really going to do this? And they do it. And you get it and you're connected. And How'd you hear about this movie? I had seen it. Um, where did I see I just kept seeing the previews. I, you know what? I think it was at the theaters when I was seeing movies. You know how they preview. Oh, yeah. And I think back then... So I knew then that I wanted to see it when it came out on, it. on uh, DVD. So I'm like, I'm going to watch this. So I was really... Do you like have a notebook of movies that no, you... No, it's just in my... I just, oh my gosh. Well, I don't always know when they're going to come out. I just know what their name is and what type of movie so that when I go to upload or my query... You set your queue up? Yeah. Wow, put I have to look so. up um, movies in 2019 and go down a list of movies well, I, that sound well, interesting. But, but I, I do that too. But okay. it's like I already kind of made a mental note of this movie. Man. So if I see searching out the window, then oh, I'd man. be like, oh yeah, that hmm. was one of the movies I, I wanted to watch. How you do that? I thought yeah. I was good, yeah. but man, I'm not that good. Oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, Brooke. <laughs> 
Man, all right. So, listeners, uh, we want to thank you for tuning in. We had our pop-up studio today, so yes. you may have heard a little knocking, a little uh, car vacuuming, yeah, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but uh, at least we were in air conditioning. Yes, so we that were. Was good. We were. So we really appreciate that you tuned in, and we are grateful. That you did tune in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. And we will be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks, so stay tuned. Our next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 10 and 11. You could find our website listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.